So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning, 12-Hour Broker Podcast. West Coast Wiley here, coming to you live. No dogs again. Don't know where they are. I think they forgot about me. No, they're just not exciting enough for them, apparently. That's what they tell me. So, um, okay, let's jump into it. We're going to talk about auditing your business. So I have an idea. It's something that someone, I did a podcast about this, maybe 150 episodes ago, but I'm going to go a little deeper on this one. I think it'd be very, very beneficial. I think it'd be very, very like look in the mirror type stuff. Like, are we getting real with ourselves? And so let me walk you through a concept. I know a couple of people have done this as well. Uh, it's worked out very, very well. So well, let me walk through a concept. You find someone who has a business aligned much like yours within the same, because it's going to be tough for someone who's doing 40 million to really want to spend time auditing your business and vice versa. You're going to audit each other's businesses. Okay. Um, if you're doing 10 million and they're doing 40, like there's only so much they may or may not get there. Like it's just, it's tougher to find those people. So you're going to stay in your lane here. If you're doing 10 million, you're going to try to find someone doing eight to 15. Right. Um, and so the premise is this, you're going to have a day where you and this other person, where your businesses are a lot alike, are going to look under the hood of each other's businesses. Okay. And you're going to, so this will be like an interview style process, what you'll do. And so the whole goal here is to come out of this with another set of eyes looking intimately into your business and telling you at the end of the day, a lot of things you probably already know. A lot of you will probably be embarrassed to even like let people look under the hood, which is a good thing. You have to get uncomfortable here, right? If you stay comfortable, nothing changes. It just won't. So you got to get uncomfortable here in some aspect. And so there's zero downside in having someone that you respect them as a person, how they run their business, look under the hood in yours, and you put some structure around so that you actually have something to sink your teeth into and it's done. Now, you're not going to go and find someone who has an assistant if you don't have an assistant and vice versa. If you have an assistant, don't go talk to a one-man band. It's just not going to, you guys are going to do different things. Right, so you want to find someone where the structure is the same, and it's really I I wouldn't focus. If I'm going to throw private mortgages in there, private mortgages are a completely different beast. If you don't do private mortgages, if that isn't your niche, I probably would keep that out of play as well, and I would make sure it's residential. Okay, so residential doesn't even have to be someone in your area, like that doesn't matter. It can be someone way across the country. Okay, so you're going to find someone that does. You know, within 25 to 50% of your volume, kind of in that range, that has the same structure behind the scenes with a team or no team, that's either A or B business. Ideally, if you can niche down even more, you'd like someone that is more A, if you're A, more B, if you're more B, right? Because there will be some more commonalities there with the process, because there is different processes with working a B file than an A file. Those B files, a lot of them don't get priced until later on 
There's a lot more curveballs at the end. There's a lot more, you know, fires to put out last second versus A steps pretty clean, cookie cutter, ordering appraisals. So that kind of stuff. So I wouldn't, if you can, niche down even to that much. And then what you're going to do is you're going to sit there and you're going to go, okay. And you're just going to have topics and you're going to start going through and essentially interviewing, right? Auditing, like sitting there and literally auditing. Okay, Google reviews. What do you got? How do you get them? What worked? What didn't? What are you doing? Database marketing. Where's your database? How often do you add to it? What do you put out there? Is it cookie cutter stuff? Is there personal stuff in there? Is it something that stands out? Like, what do you do? Like, you're going in asking questions. You're not telling them anything. That's the key. You're just asking the questions, and then you're going to analyze everything later. Right? You're going in as like a, an investigative reporter. Right? Why do you do this? Why do you do that? Okay. Okay. You can record it through Zoom if you like. Do a Zoom call. Make it one hour. You don't need more than an hour for all this. But an hour you will need. Right, And what you'll find is as you go through this process, because I went through it with a bunch of people, some people start to get uh, squirmish, schemish, uh, squirmish, squirmish, yeah, they start squirming a bit in the seat, because they're like, ah, I should, ooh. and they start rambling on about, stuff. hey, hey, I just asked what, what you're doing here, because deep down we all know we're not doing a lot of the right things, and this is part of the exercise of going through this, is to understand that, Okay. So as you start going through the process and asking these questions, it'll become very evident to you without even someone else telling you where you're missing out. You're also going to learn from their business. So as you're asking questions on there, you're intrigued. Like, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Why do you not send online applications? I would even go as far as to go, let's do a discovery call. Let's role play each other's discovery call. Ask if I'm a client. Let's take us through it. It's 15, 20 minutes. Let's see where how that flows. I'll be able to point out some things to you that work for me and some things for me. Right? You start to understand all these things in someone else's business. So you're getting a perspective on someone else's business, plus just the fact of someone interviewing about yours. You're going to get a little defensive. You're going to feel uncomfortable, but you're also, it should be a reality check. That's the whole thing here. This is a reality check. There's probably nothing that person's going to be able to tell you that's going to go change your business like that. Snap the fingers. Boom. Done. Oh my God. I can't believe because you're in the same world, right? If it was someone doing 80 million and you're doing 10 million, there could be a couple things, but it's going to be tough to get that person aligned with you for an audit because it's sort of like what's in it for them, right? So you're trying to find someone that's incrementally better than you and you're going to learn some things. And this will be this will probably take you half a day to do, but it's well, well worth doing. There'll be relationships that come out of this. Um, who knows what comes out of it? But it's pretty cool where you'd be able to go analyze like exactly what you're doing. Hey, let's write down all of the tech and the cost associated with it. And now let's go audit that. Okay, use this software, use that software. Because we all have these softwares, this whole list of softwares that we're paying a ton of money for. And not a lot of us are using to the extent we should. Oh, yeah, I should really change that. And, yeah, I don't use that. Okay, shut it down. Like, it's, a, it's an audit, right? It's a cleanse. So there's a bunch of benefits here. You're going to get to see someone else's business. They're someone else's perspective on things who's in the trenches where you are. What's their goal to get out of those trenches and improve their business? Right? This is, you're, you, you don't want to go find someone that's searching for answers. 
You want to find someone that, and you'll know these people when you see them, where they actually have a business they're running. They're like, they're serious about it. They're putting the time and energy in. They're extremely passionate about it, but they actually do the things. You're going to have to sift through some people for that. But that's okay. It's part of your homework. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. It's not. And then you're going to literally sit there and go, so what are your daily habits for lead gen? Lead gen is the biggest issue every broker is going to have 2023 and probably 2024. So what are your daily habits you do? Kind of like you eat oatmeal in the morning, you might go for a run, you might do this, you, you drink your water every day, you do like, what are your habits for your business that you just do over and over and over again? If you don't have any, if you're kind of scrambling going, ah, I kind of do a social media post and I, I'll call people, but then I get behind, I get into a file. Okay. Well, now we know it's very evident that one hour of your day needs to be all around lead gen and you need to put in two tasks in there, 30 minutes each. And you do those same things, boring things over and over again. And they don't work today. Like go do your, they don't work today. And it's going to, you might not even like doing some of it, but a year from now you'll, you'll reap the benefits. But you have to have that daily daily rituals around lead gen. Can't be like, don't worry about doing your yoga and writing your gratitude journals and doing all that. Like, what what are the daily things in your business that's putting food on, you know, the table for your family? So these are things that you do in the audit with someone else. So you're going to go into all these avenues. Hey, let's do a social media. What are you doing on social media? What platforms? We all know you should be on one. You should just crush it on one platform. If you don't know, well, now you know. Focus on one platform. Cross post. Absolutely, if you want to. But don't let that be your bottleneck. That you're trying to edit something that's on Facebook to go on Instagram, to go on LinkedIn, and with the reels and the different time limits. And But like, forget it. Go with one social media platform, whichever one you enjoy spending time on the most. And just do stuff on there. So let's audit your account. Do you have a link in there? Do you go, does it go to a link tree? No, please don't send people to your website. Please don't do that. Please, I, please don't send them to your website. Especially the websites where 5,000 other mortgage brokers have. Don't do it. There's no call to action. No one goes to your website and goes, this is amazing. I'm going to start an application. It doesn't happen. Don't do that. Send them somewhere else. Get their email address. Send them to a lead magnet. What's a lead magnet? Six secrets to save money on your mortgage. Send them there in exchange for their email address. Right? Is that, in, is that optimized? Go find someone else who's already crushing it. Copy what they're doing. Right? Literally copy them. Put your own spin on it. Don't use, as M. Misk said, don't use her kids' names if you're going to copy my stuff. At least have enough respect to take my kid's name out of it. But So there's all these different angles from your social media to your, the software and tech you're using to how do you track your expenses for accounting time? How do you do that? What do you do? Right. You're just, you're investigating, right? And out of that conversations are going to come out of it. There'll be aha moments. They'll be like, huh, interesting. And then maybe this will be something that you get together with this person and it still slowly morphs into a, a mastermind. Right? And you start auditing every month, one, one segment of the business. Hey, we're just going to look at your email drip campaigns. Someone comes into your world today, what are they getting email-wise? Nothing else. That's all we want to focus on. What are they getting? 
Okay, are you spending time and energy building that out? The money's made in the follow-up. Keeping your list warm, keeping connected with them, engaging with them on a, a human level, not just firing off some random recipes and crap that your brokerage gives you. Like the money's not made there. That's not connecting with people. I know you don't go reach out to people based on those emails. You kind of go, ah, boilerplate, everyone's getting them, no personality, delete, unsubscribe. Maybe I won't unsubscribe because I don't want to get awkward with that person. But you see where I'm going here? There's so many different things in your business and let's get a little vulnerable with it and match up with another person or two or three and let's do an audit of each of your businesses. And maybe you put some structure around, hey, we're going to talk about these four topics. We're going to talk about lead gen. We're going to talk about process systems. We're going to talk about expenses and tech. And we're going to talk about, if you have assistants, well, best practices in the system. What we're paying, what the assistant does, what their role is, what the culture is, how we hire, how we train. Right? So come up with those categories and go, hey, I want to audit. I want to be real. I want to be real right now and audit my business. I want someone else to tell me where the holes in the boat are. And so I've done a bunch of these audits for people, and that's where I'm coming from. They, they work very well, and most of the time, most of the time, the problems, and this is why I want you to go through the exercise, the problem is not what you think it is. So I always have people go, hey, list out the four or five things you want to talk about in priority sequence, because it's usually one hour audit call jump on and before we even get into those questions because I go through my initial 15 20 25 questions for the first 15 minutes I've already discovered a different problem it's not one of those and if we solve that problem it's going to solve a lot of those other ones so I always go to what's the biggest problem but you don't know that until you get vulnerable and you share with people and someone's asking you those questions so I empower you to go do this it's a let's get real model. And some of you are going to be very embarrassed about the underneath the hood, how, how your engine looks. You are, without a doubt. I know I was, 100%. I was like, uh, just put my head in the sand and I don't want to look at that. But it's like, okay, like, what are we doing here? Are we running a business? <laughs> so let's get real. So you're going to have to get uncomfortable and it, it will be uncomfortable for you. If you've got a well-oiled machine, go find someone else with a well-oiled machine. And then you guys are going to share some best practices. Okay. Uh, so there you go. I want to share that with you. It's, it's something I had. Uh, I heard, man, years back, did a podcast on it, like CEO of a day. Let someone else be the CEO of your business for a day, essentially, and come back. But it starts with the audit. Right. And then you can turn that into, okay, what am I taking away from the audit? What changes should I make based on seeing your business? You asking questions about my business. What are some like big takeaways? Not the little nuances like, oh, if I just put this link here and that, oh, that just saves me eight seconds and that. Okay. No, no, no. We're talking like bigger stuff, right? Stuff that moves the needle. Like, ah, I don't have an hour carved out every day for lead gen where I do, I wake up and I know exactly what I'm doing and why I'm doing it every single day. Okay. I need to figure that out. I need to put that in play. I need to do that. You're trying to be a high-performance athlete, tell people you know, how to save money and direct traffic on the biggest investment of their life. 
yet you're not eating correct. By eating correct is like it's a metaphor, right? You're eating Sour Patch Kids, yet you want to be this high-performance athlete. So high-performance athletes have their ritual of stuff they do every morning. They do their stretching. They power up food-wise. They, they food prep on Sundays. They don't have time or excuses. They, right, track their macros. They log in their book what they work out that day and their reps and how much weight, and then they track their progress as they go. Like, but they're high-performance athletes. So if you want to be that in the mortgage industry, you have to act like a high-performance athlete. So you have to have those daily things you do. Okay? There you go. Rant over. I don't know if that was a rant. But there you go. Audit your business. Go find a partner to audit or a group of people to audit your business. And I assure you, you something very good will come out of it. Okay? That's it. Five texts today, kids. Peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.